0: Folks, happy Sunday. We got a full house, but don't call Uncle Jesse. Have mercy on us all because AEW, New Japan Pro Wrestling, Forbidden Door is here. I am Maniac. We are joined by Ernie Green, the resident professional, Mike Partham, our Slick Saturday professional, Slick L, and brother, brother in the middle here. We got not just your friend, Jake Micah, but his friend, his brother, Alex Micah, joining us for this edition. How are we doing, gents, hitting it into Forbidden Door Saturday, Sunday?
1: Great. Good. Great. I'm excited. It's like a Saturday, right? That's, that's the energy we're on. We're on
2: Saturday energy on Sunday. You can't beat mm. that.
3: Excited, Seriously? yeah. You can't. Say sure. hate. We I'll tell
2: you started. what, guys. I'll tell you what, guys. If uh, AEW was the NFL right now, this would be the body bag game because the injury list is piling up. But fortunately, that's why you have a stacked card.
4: Yeah. yeah. And so, maniac Or a stacked up. roster, I should say a maniac when it comes to full house references, you need to cut it out. Oh my gosh.
0: <laughs> <laughs> how, no how rude. All right. Uh, and what typically we start the show, we'll be like, what's your favorite storyline? I can't even do that right now because I gotta ask, what the hell is going on in wrestling? You can't even go 36 hours without a crazy injury, some potential new signing news, huge scandals left and right. I mean, not even just isolated to you know the top of WWE. So with that said. Ernie, why don't you kick us up? Let's go around the uh, horn here. What do you see going on with wrestling? Where's your focus, and what are you thinking moving forward?
4: Um, well, the rated R version is um, Vince McMahon is finally getting his penance for sticking his dick in every female he can and <laughs> trying to pay them off. Um, that's the rated R version. And then AEW, I mean, they're putting on a lot of shows. They're going to – every, every like, territory, federation, whatever organization, whatever you want to call it, they go through injury bugs. with having. Mean, there was that time in WWE back in like mid 2000 where like five champions in a row on SmackDown got injured, like two weeks after they got the after they won the championship. So it happens. Um, it just it just happens to happen you know happen now when this great card is going to happen. But it's just that's just a part of wrestling, you know. Um, the whole WWE situation with Vince might be unprecedented times. I've gone on the record and I'm going to go on the record and I'll stop talking after this and say that. I thought the entire time that Triple H and Stephanie have been in cahoots with, um, with Nick Khan to clean the company up because they're sick of Vince's shit also, given that Stephanie's a woman and they have three daughters, and Stephanie obviously is, is close to her mom and has always been, so I would not be surprised if after um, this is all said and done, the three of them run the company, and then that would be awesome because that would be a great company with Triple H on the creative side. And all, these, all this selling stuff is going away because I think Vince wanted to sell to get ahead of the fact that uh, he, he was going to get busted for this. So that's just my prediction.
2: Well, I'm not going to speculate on what the next episode of WWE Succession is going to be like, but, uh, I mean, Forbidden Door doesn't need storylines. It just needs here's the best from one side and here's the best from the other side, and let's just see how, how they can do in the ring. Uh, in WWE, I don't – now that Cody Rhodes is gone, now that uh, Roman's an absentee champion, I don't even know the storyline off the top of my head. Ronda Rousey's facing her old friend, Natalia, and they're kind of going at it a little bit on the mic, but and even on Twitter. But nothing in WWE is coming to mind anymore, and MJF's kind of cooled off ever since we haven't heard a peep from him or from Tony Khan about the subject. I feel like I don't know if there's a greater plan for MJF at this point, other than just writing him off and letting him cool down and maybe settling things, uh, uh, man to man between Tony and MJF. But, uh, the the big storyline is going to be, you know, Mox, I think I'm getting ahead of myself. I think Mox is going to win the title tonight. And, uh, who is he going to go up against and when's the inevitable matchup with punk going to happen?
3: Yeah. Uh, You're right, Partham, not much to go on in WWE. The biggest storyline to me in WWE is that Vince McMahon paid more for sex and to keep the women quiet than he did for WCW. WCW. Absolutely (laughs) crazy. But uh, personally, I'm really looking forward to the Fatal 4-Way, Hangman, Okada, Jay White, Adam Cole. We didn't really know how that was going to play out going into the Dynamite. Obviously, we're hoping... Kenny the Cleaner was going to come out, but the coin drop is good enough for me. That's going to be an absolutely banger of a match. And, yeah, I'm really looking forward to that. I'm really looking forward to this whole card. It's wrestling history.
1: I don't know how you guys are saying nothing's happening on Raw when Ezekiel and Elias were on the oh. same episode of Monday Night Raw <laughs> this week. got a point. Kevin Owens, is a, he's, he's losing his mind. Um, so that's my favorite thing going on there. And then, obviously... This build is everything's been weird. There's been a lot of hiccups, stops and starts, whatever you want to say with this. But this card is still I mean, I would sign up for it any day tonight. So really interested to see. But then AEW has to get back to like a month and a half until all out and then see where they're like actually going with forward with the storylines. I'm assuming there's going to be some connectivity with New Japan and everything else, but not everything. And we haven't really seen a ton of like advancement in that way from um from double or nothing a couple weeks ago and we obviously we have blood and guts on wednesday which that's that says it all right there
5: yeah so i mean that's kind of the theme right now what jake was saying with kevin owens going crazy i feel like that's just the general <laughs> theme on WWE right now is yeah. everyone's going crazy uh kevin owens is slowly going insane becky's going crazy oh, yeah. uh mm-hmm. sammy's always a little crazy and seth's been insane for a while now so i think that's just what there's pushing you know just stable insanity while the company is you know might fold around Vince who knows <laughs> uh with Forbidden Door I don't know I feel like this card didn't need any real build-up it's fine for what it is it's you have insane matches and that's that's all they really need to be you have dream matches taking place so I don't think they need to build it any storyline um and then Blood and Guts is gonna be the end of their big storyline Blackpool maybe. <laughs> well yeah maybe the end of Blackpool Combat Club and Jas, and then just build towards all out they have a couple things going the Christian storyline that just started last two weeks that's yeah
2: i was gonna i was gonna say but uh now that we have the news that jungle boy has joined the uh uh, the dl that's almost on the back burner too yeah
0: yeah seriously who would thought who would think that in 2022 christian might be doing better in a storyline than edge very interesting (laughs) to see with that said um yeah it's just a a very bad time for wwe not just for the fact that their lead champion with two belts is out but yeah i mean vince McMahon is under allegations that plain and simple are just heinous and inhumane so there's not really a lot of reason to tune into wwe right now and no uh, reason to do so for their profit um and yeah forbidden door it's here and the funny thing to me is forbidden door is kind of like how wwe pitches survivor series like nobody really thinks it's the one time all year where you'll ever see like superstars go head to head
2: but,
0: for Big Door,
2: well, kind of is. Well, the, the, the way WWE does Survivor Series, it's kind of like they book themselves into a corner. They do champion versus champion, and AEW New Japan have done it very smartly, where they've named number one contenders for the other guy's championship, and we'll see if, how crazy we get as far as uh, holding another company's titles. But they're not doing title versus title, or unifying any titles, or whether it's non-title matches or not. They're not booking themselves in the recording where one champion's going to be made to look weak. So they're doing a lot better than uh, WWE Survivor Series usually does.
0: We are rolling along here on the Wrestling with Emotion show. Not wrestling with your budget. Not wrestling with your thoughts. It's wrestling with emotion. Uh, real quick before we get into the twelve matches for tonight and uh, that whole card for Forbidden Door, I uh, just want to ask you guys on a scale of one to ten, how much pressure do you see on AEW uh, New Japan with this event tonight? Is there pressure? to get it done amongst the current landscape with such an opportunity to really vault the product in the American markets, or is it kind of like low pressure because this is the first time they're doing something like this. There have been injuries. There have been shuffles at the last second and just kind of pulling it off uh, would be something, um, you know, of an accomplishment. Let's start with the Michael brothers. One to 10, 10 being the most amount of pressure on AEW and New Japan tonight.
5: I would say it's like a, like a five or a six. I I think it's because it's the first time they're doing a big show together that there's like a decent amount of pressure. But also I don't know they're they're running United Center and they're it's supposed to be a sellout and they're gonna get a good amount of viewers for it. AEW has been getting a good amount of viewers for their product for the last couple of years with the buy rates being really well. So I don't think it's too much pressure. I mean the injuries suck, but that just happens. I can't I don't think that's a pressure thing. Yeah, we've seen some bad run, like, like ernie said mentioned earlier
1: too i think we've seen bad runs of injuries in wwe in the past before and and every promotion always gets through it so i think that's just that definitely it adds the pressure it takes pressure off in weird ways whatever but i think tonight, always getting to tonight was the easy part like once we get into the show and the show starts the matches are all going to be good the crowd's going to be hot and be every, like every match is going to start hot when these when these music hits for these people and everything else like it's going to be great tonight and i do believe that this is really just the start of whatever they have plans going forward. If you guys didn't see over this week, there's now a new Japan show in Nashville on the day of SummerSlam, Music City Mayhem. That feels like a nice spot to kind of advance whatever storylines you got in Forbidden Door and throw some AEW wrestlers on the card. They didn't I don't say what time it is yet, but I would assume that they're doing it leading into um what would be SummerSlam that night in Nashville. So there, there. I think this is just the start of the storylines, and I'm expecting to see some crazy, crazy shit happen that way, where we get some advances into that that we weren't expecting out of these matches.
3: I'm totally with Mo. I'm gonna rate it like a five. I think it's a little bit of both. You know, uh, the fact that you're even doing this show to begin with, uh, it, you know, that's the spotlight. It's there's, there's not a lot of pressure because you have these dream matches. You know, AEW and New Japan both put on great product in terms of in ring ability and what their superstars are capable of. Like I said, injuries just happen, but I think there's not a lot of pressure in one aspect because this show is just happening. This is, like I said, this is wrestling history. A lot of people complaining about the card, but like, It's still crazy, you know, like we're seeing stuff we potentially might have never seen going forward in the future if it weren't for this company. And knowing Tony Khan, hopefully we get this every year. So the fact that we're kicking this off tonight, I don't think there's a lot of pressure. I think there's just typical pressure on the wrestlers to go out and perform. But I have no doubt in my mind that these guys will do just that. And I think it's going to be a great show. So...
2: Given the quality of the talent on both sides, I think we're, we're going to have just match after match delivering tonight. And the fact that there's injuries, I think, lessens the pressure because it's not what everybody expected, but it's going to be good anyways. I, I put it in a round of five or a six. Uh, and I think they're planning for future shows that certainly, certainly with the injuries, especially to Omega missing out on certain dream matches, they're, gonna, they're both going to want to do at least another one or two shows.
1: This show doesn't have Kenny Omega, CM Punk, or Brian Danielson on it. Like the match at possibilities just with those three and any of this top talent that's
3: on the New Japan side is endless. I still like, think we crazy. see CM Punk tonight. I do, yeah. Sure. I There's no way you don't bring him out in the United Center. Yeah,
5: yeah. there really is. He'll I mean, be out yeah, he'll be out in some in some way.
3: Yeah.
4: I think anytime that you put um, Jay White, Okada, and Tanahashi on a card in America. The pressure goes to one. I'm actually way more positive, <laughs> positive about this. Like, no, no one's. I mean, this isn't a show for storylines. I mean, they might advance the storyline here or there, but this is basically like a middle of the. It's it's like a mid season tournament in soccer or something. Basically, they're mm-hmm. not they're not really advancing a lot of storylines. Like, hey, listen, there's a bunch of great wrestlers. We're gonna put a bunch of great matches, and even though. There are guys injured. Like, there's still a ton of talent on this card. I don't – unless, like, all of them forget how to wrestle between now and then, um, I don't see how this can't be a successful show. So, I'd say there's going to be little to no pressure because just the fact that this show is happening, I think most people will be happy at the end of the day.
0: All right. Hopefully, we all will be happy at the end of the day as we get into AEW New Japan Pro Wrestling Forbidden Door breakdowns and we get in with a banger of a match. we got qt marshall and aaron solo versus haruki goto and yoshihashi i mean i mean i don't even know anything and it's just gonna be i mean it's gonna be goto and hashi uh micah bros uh take it from here
6: this
5: this is the definition of a dream match what are you talking about (laughs) for years we've been waiting for qt marshall and yoshihashi i mean it's gonna be amazing no yeah goto and yoshihashi Yep. QT does a lot of stuff for New Japan Strong, so it makes sense why he's on the card. Um, he just they respect him for that, I guess. So yeah, I
1: think yeah, I feel like him and Gato are just buddies, like the New Japan Booker, and yeah. he just gets put on all. And and it's a good spot for Aaron Solo too, who's still a young guy. I yeah, get under his wings and everything. But yeah, go to Yoshihashi. Yeah,
3: yeah I can't I'm, imagine this starts tonight. <laughs> I know, right? This this wild. Uh, I can't say that I knew this match was happening until now, but <laughs> that's all right. Um, you know, QT Marshall is really good at putting people over. So that's just about all I have to say. I think I got to go with Gatu and Hashi here too. Um, you know, add a little bit of depth to the card. People are complaining, I guess. Let's go buy-in, buy-in match. Uh, I'm not sure if there's any other buy matches. I'm I'll find out, I guess. But <laughs> there's two more. Yeah, there's, mi- there's three buys total. Sweet. Yeah. I m- I missed Rampage on Friday. So. Slick is
0: literally getting swerved in the in the show as <laughs> started. I'm getting work <laughs> for sure.
3: Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, Go to and
2: Hashi though. Literally knowing nothing about Go to and Hashi, I mean, QT Marshall is basically uh, AEW's cannon fodder. So Hashi and Go to. simple as
4: Oh, come on, guys. To quote the late great Gorilla Monsoon, this could be a bait event anywhere in the country. Um, no, I mean, there's nothing else to say but go to Anaji.
0: Okay. Oh, hey. Enough said. Enough said. Okay. And let's move it on. Speaking of swerves, we got Keith Lee and Swerve Strickland versus L. Desperado and Yoshinobu Kanemaru, AKA Suzuki Gun. Yes. yes. Okay. Um, on this one, Keith Lee and Sir sort of Strickland do have some momentum. Uh, I'll kick it off here, and I will go with them to get the win in this buy-in match. Ernie, let's go with you, and then around the horn, who you got?
4: Um, I, I, you know what? I think that El Desperado and how do you say it, Kenomaro? Ken yeah, right, Kenomaro. Yeah.
6: yeah.
4: I think they're gonna win because they're gonna. Fur- I think this is one of the, the things where they're gonna further the uh, breakup between Swerve and Keith Lee. Yeah, so I think so that that's why they're gonna. I think that's why they're gonna win.
2: Hmm. i think we're not going to get the breakup just quite yet i think there's going to be some tension there's going to be some awkwardness like in the last couple of uh tag matches that uh swerve and lee have been in um i don't think we, we're going to get that divide until we get that uh rematch with team taz kind of like uh we don't get the breakup of jurassic Express and christian cage until they lose the tag titles so we'll definitely see a little bit of that uh you know can they coexist vibe tonight but i think uh Swerve, Swerve and Keith Lee are going to pick up the win.
3: Yeah, this one's tough because um, I agree with both of you. I definitely think they're going to build a little bit of a storyline between Keith Lee and Strickland here, a little bit of tension. So um, ultimately, I'm going to go with them to get the win. I think there's going to be some interesting spots, some things that make it look close where they almost blow the match, but I'm going to go with them. Um, I think you got a little bit of time and you could still build, keep building this uh, tension between the two. And I think now that they've seemed to work things out, they still uh, squeeze out a win here tonight.
1: I'm going with,
3: uh, I'm going with El Desperado
1: and Katamaro. I think that you guys mentioned um, the, uh, the Stark, Starks and Hobbs. I think that that's where they pop up on this show, mess with Swerve and Lee a little bit. They they start arguing in the ring afterwards, start shoving each other, you know, the, maybe big old chop on Keith Lee's chest something like that. I'd love to see some some kind of like argument after the ring. I still I feel like they can still be a tag team where like well AEW's kind of set this up with the Combat Club, that's a whole different story, but like maybe they could fight and then like be a tag team afterwards. Like maybe Keith Lee just needs to beat up Swerve for like 10 minutes and then he'll feel better about it. Like that's where we're getting to or something. But yeah, give me give me the give me the New Japan guys in this one.
5: I'm I'm going Keith Lee and Swerve um I, I love El Desperado. He's awesome. Ken uh, Rhodes. He's, I mean, he's a solid like, tag team guy. Um, but neither one of them is going to pick up a pin over Keith Lee or Swerve, I feel so like. So that's just the biggest thing out of that. Uh, <laughs> so I'm going I'm going Keith and Swerve for that. Not Some okay. dissension between the two, but.
0: Very fair. Yes, I think we're all expecting a little uh, conflict between the two on that side. But yes, uh, eventually going to get done. Uh, okay, so we're kind of split on that one. But we'll see uh, how it goes and breaks down. To me, we're now at the main event of the buy-in. We got oh, the yeah. Gun Club it's and weird. Max Castor versus the Dojo Squad, the DKC, Kevin Knight, Alex Coughlin, Yuya Uemura. Um, with that said, I think that, you know, I feel bad for the Gun Club and Max Caster for having to be on like a pre-show of this, but at least they're on the show. And yeah, they've been a crazy hot act uh, in AEW for the last couple months, kind of boiling over now uh, to TV. Uh, so with that said, uh, Micah Bros, why don't you start us off? Who you got, uh, Gun Club versus the Dojo uh, Dynamics?
5: Uh, I'm going Gun Club um, and Max Caster. I wish Bowens was on this card so yeah, bad. It, I, I love the acclaim. I wish they were the tag team champions right now, and I think they would be if he wasn't injured. Um yeah, I mean, they're just—I mean—they're gonna run through the dojo. The dojo guys always lose. They're still learning. <laughs> they're not—they're not gonna yeah. get a win over. Yeah, sure, it'll be a fun match. The, the, those LA dojo guys are good, but you know, it'll be a fun match. But I'm going Gun, gun Club and Maxcaster.
1: Gun Club and I can't wait to hear what cities that Colton Gun, Dawson <laughs> yeah. Gunn
5: think we're in tonight.
1: Yeah,
3: <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> I'm also going Gun Club. Uh, you always have them. <laughs> Losing, it seems like, lately uh, with the, with Bowens being out, except if it's on Dark. I can't wait to hear Max Caster rap, per usual, and uh, the Ass Boys. I think they're a great tag team. I think they really do have a lot of potential. Still young, and I agree with Mo, too. I absolutely love the acclaimed. I think they get a big win here over the dojo, guys.
2: Milwaukee! <laughs> Notre Dame!
1: Tokyo. Tokyo or something like that. No, but
2: seriously, these guys are more over than most tag teams in AEW, so scissor me daddy ass.
4: <laughs> <laughs> FCC uh, line one. <laughs> uh, I'll make a quick gun club. They're going to win. S- scissor
0: me daddy ass is kind of like in a hidden area where, like, skeet skeet <laughs> was in the early 2000s where like the fcc really doesn't know and we got it going on um all right well speaking of knowing so you're not knowing let's move in to our main card matches here for AEW new japan wrestling forbidden door now i thought that this was going to be a jericho appreciation society match but i guess we had a last minute team name change Le Sex gods Le the sex team of gods. Jericho and Minoru Suzuki, <laughs> Eddie King said, you know, you know, I mean, how Minoru Suzuki is a sex God. Listen, bro. I don't know about. if I want to know, honestly, yeah. I mean, I might just have to just give that to him and not ask questions, but uh, it just wouldn't be, I mean, I love Suzuki ever since he came to started these AEW feuds with like Moxley. And they fought like 38 straight times. I just love him. Um With that said, Oh, by the way, I'm on the Gov Club as well. I'm sorry about that. Um, uh, for this match, I got uh, Lisek's Gods taking it down. Uh, I think that, you know, obviously the other side does have a lot of momentum and they'll be able to continue that. Uh, you got to get Jericho and Guevara a win in this spot to me. So I'm going to take uh, Lisek's God to take this one down. Ernie, what do you got happening?
4: Even if I didn't think they're going to win and I think they're going to win, I mean, you can't bet against Lisek's God. So even if I take that loss, I'm going to take it. So I'm going for... Play like sex gods.
2: I felt for this once thinking, okay, Blackpool Conflict Club are just killers. They're going to just run all over these uh, sports entertainers. But it's all about payoffs, and the payoff is blood and guts. So we're not going to quite get Eddie Kingston getting his full revenge on Chris Jericho just yet. So I'm going with Jericho Suzuki and Sammy. I'm not calling him sex gods. But, <laughs> but I could see Minoru Suzuki being a sex god the way he doles out those slaps. Maybe uh, he's in the BDSM. I don't know.
3: Oh, (laughs) jeez. How
5: are you going to follow that slick? Come on.
3: (laughs) I'm going to go for points here. I'm going to go with uh, Kingston, Munu, and Yuta. I think uh, Yuta being a big player in New Japan and Mm -hmm. AEW, and they're really uh, pushing him, trying to get him over right now. I think Yuta maybe gets a pin over Sammy here, really make the crowd pop. Uh, given that Sammy just gained even more hate somehow in joining the JAS, but I think that was a good move booking-wise. Uh, given you don't have all the main players here, I think it's a great spot to elevate Yuda. So, uh, like I said, Yuda gets a pin over Sammy or something, and uh, him Kingston and Amuno win. I'm so excited to see how
1: annoying Sammy Guevara and Chris Jericho are about to be like the next four months or however long. It's going to be great. Um, I think I think that yeah, lay sex gods. They get they get the win here. Like you said, Mike, the payoff is blood and guts. They're gonna get destroyed there by BCC. Um, Shodo Muno Umino Umino. How do we say that here? U- Umino Umino. The the son of a legendary referee who better be there tonight. Red shoes, New Japan referee. I hope red shoes out I do GP title match probably I would I would think Dave, so. someone will have beef with red shoes tonight and he won't take their shit he, it might all. be this match it could be it, this match it might be he might
5: do this match because him, Jer- him and Jericho, Jericho Jer- Yeah, Jericho, yeah like, Jericho
0: has like he's, like, he's the only reason he's I know too. about red shoes yeah, yeah. so like yeah, yeah now
1: that. that you're saying it that. might be this match and that's his son and also there's almost no way that red
0: shoes isn't involved
1: is Moxley's uh, young Adopt, adopted adopted, son. adopted yeah. son in New Japan more as well? So yeah. I think he takes the pin, angers John Moxley yeah. uh, for blood and guts on on Wednesday.
5: I'm going. I'm going with Lasex guys. They're gonna they're gonna pick it up. Um, because especially because this was snuck in, I think on Rampage, is that whoever wins this match has the uh, oh, no, advantage okay. in blood and guts. They get the extra. They get the extra man in
0: first. So I think that's a heel uh, thing to have. So okay, I- I'm going Jericho, Suzuki, and Guevara. I agree. Tough to pull a face and get an angle with that. Um, yeah, I will go lay Sex Gods as well. So everyone on Lee Sex Gods except for uh, Slick. Slick,
3: huh? Yep.
0: Okay. Going for <laughs> Prove us My wrong,
3: point, you know. My <laughs> in the ass, but oh. well, hey,
0: we all know Slick is a dude with an attitude, so let's bring him in here. Dudes with the attitude. Sting, Darby Allen, <laughs> Shingo Togaki versus the Bullet Club, Young and El Fantasma with Hikuleo. Um. Very interesting year. Um, I'm not sure what to exactly expect. Obviously, they've made a specialty of having Sting in these multi-man, you know, tag matches, especially these trio matches, because it can kind of hide the fact that he's basically 70 years old, which is incredible. Uh, I mean, when I see him going through tables and everything, it's just unbelievable. Um, But with that said, I'm expecting this match Um, You know, I think it's kind of under the radar as of now, even featuring Mm -hmm. uh, Darby Allen and Sting in the Young Bucks. So I'm expecting this to be kind of uh, one that tears the roof off the place. Uh, I will take the Bullet Club to get a win at the first uh, Forbidden Door. Um, Dudes with Attitudes can take the loss in my opinion. So I'm going to go with the Bullet Club. Uh, Micah Bros, where are you at on Dudes with Attitudes versus BC? Uh, it's, it's going
5: to be the, yeah, Bullet Club, Bucks and El Phantasmo. This match is just really, like, randomly put together as, like, for who it is. Like, Sting and Darby, it makes sense. Shingo with them doesn't make any sense, really. Um, I mean, I'm happy he's on the card. He's an amazing wrestler, but... He's going to have some crazy spots with the Bucks. Yeah, it's, it'll, him and the Bucks will be great. Um, but yeah, Bullet Club's going to win. Bucks, Bucks get the win over the, the team that, you know, just was thrown together, I feel like, so.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I the aw loves having darby allen get pinned in big matches so i feel like that's what's gonna happen here <laughs> hey, give me the bullet club
3: yeah i don't think you can have forbidden door without a bullet club win and some cra- just a crazy match in general bucks just winning the tag titles kind of solidifies it for me and that's uh true. what, what kind of name is dudes with attitudes for so, dudes it's like sting and darby it was oh. apparently it was a group that sting was in right in the
1: 90s or 80s or something. Uh, yeah. oh. I'm, I'm gonna i'm gonna oh. go over
4: that uh jake yes okay good okay, um okay.
1: shingo takagi also one something i want to mention shingo takagi on twitter the other day it was hilarious when this match got announced he's like i didn't know the card until right now so man I had no idea he was wrestling or who he was wrestling so, he, so he he he's basically like TV. slick
0: l inside
3: yeah fair
5: enough bullet club
2: <laughs> yeah they told us it's all about bullet club and your points like i was about to make uh they just put the tag titles on the bucks and they can't they got to keep them hot and darby yes is the kind of guy that can take a pin and not uh either be totally hurt by it or really even care he's just out there just throwing himself against people trying to you know escape his past demons that way or something i guess yeah give me the bullet club for life
4: the original dudes with attitudes were great because they were formed to uh combat the four horsemen because they were interfering in everybody's matches and um, they carried, like, these, like, cards, like, business cards, and it was so stupid and cheesy. Um, I believe – I remember it was definitely Sting, Luger, the Steiner brothers, Paul Orndorff, Junkyard Dog, and maybe Ellie Gante. I mean, elegante Gante might have been after the fact, but that was, like, a dude with the attitudes, which was hilarious because they had, like, twice the members of the Horsemen, which kind of made them a, more of a heel gang <laughs> in, in, in theory than a face gang. But, yeah. And then Shawn Michaels and Diesel called themselves that also in the uh mid 90s when they fought Owen and Bullock for the tag team titles they um uh, anyway Bullet Club I'm looking up dudes with
0: attitudes right now they were a one-off too they literally just did it to battle the four horsemen once What craziness um so okay so we got a Bullet Club uh with a clean sweep it looks like of this match so not completely surprising but we'll be interested to see yeah, I think the common sentiment is that Darby tends to win more off moments than actual results mm-hmm. do you just have something Micah sorry no, I was just too, too sweet. Thing. Okay. Yeah. Too sweet. Very fair. Very fair. <laughs> and speaking of too <laughs> sweet, uh, something that AEW fans have wanted for a little while, whether the execution was uh, exactly how we wanted it or not, is up uh, to you, ultimately. Uh, where is it here? Oops. Do we have the Atlantic Championship?
2: Oh, yeah. Oh, could be. The coveted, long-awaited Atlantic Championship.
0: Oh, yeah, specific Bad reading the versus Miro <laughs> with his very flexible wife, which I think is actually like a real life shtick now. Um, Malachi Black and Clark Connors, who I mean, Clark Connors, good luck for the AEW All-Atlantic Championship. Um, yeah, let me uh, let's let me throw this one to Ernie. Ernie, what do you got for uh, this fatal four-way or four-way match for the AEW, the new belt, the new strap coming to AEW?
4: i'm going with miro i think they've really given a nice little push since he came back and it's not like he did not like he wasn't getting pushed to begin with there was extending circumstances beyond their control so i think that clark connors is there what are we just to take the pin from whoever's going to lose win the title and um, I, I think they're really going to re-establish miro because they were establishing him before everything went down with his personal life so i'm going Miro. yeah
2: Malachi Black and Pack would be worthy candidates to hold the title. Like you could arguably say they're, uh, they should be in line for a TNT title, like like five or six other guys in the company. But uh, with Miro coming back and him having the vignettes and uh, having a lot of momentum and a lot of hype behind him, uh, I think you got to go with Miro.
3: Yeah, <clears throat> part of me wants Pack to get shine here and uh, get the spot, get the inaugural. All Atlantic title but I think somehow maybe Julia Hart plays into this again screws over pack maybe furthers Malachi and pack so I'm gonna go with Miro although I think any guy but Clark Connors would be great for this first uh, belt strapped around him but ultimately I'm gonna go with Miro
1: all I know about Clark Connors is he's wearing a cowboy hat and he's big so, and he's, it's kind of athletic, kind of. I'm going with Pac because when this match, the first match on this was during Pac's match, they just sold that AEW is the number one promotion in the UK. And he Excalibur oh, said right. it like 35 times. So I'm giving it to, I think Pac is yeah. going to be the winner. I think that was the foreshadowing.
5: Yeah, I'm going with Pac too. Um I know who Clark Connors is a little bit more though. I've seen him wrestle. With does he fans. wear a cowboy hat though? He does wear a cowboy okay. hat. He's, I mean, he's good, and his match with Ishii, like, the setup that he lost, actually, to go in this match, and then Ichi got hurt. But he's he's a good wrestler. He'll be a good part of this match. He probably will take the pin. But I'm going to go with Pac. I think it's due for him to win something. Um, I mean, there's like middle feuds, you know. He's kind of been having success, but he hasn't had a title
0: yet. I think this is his time to be the first champ. Okay, so we got the Micah Bros on Pac. And everybody else on Miro. I'm going to go on Miro. I like the push they're giving him. I think they like him as a champion. I probably shouldn't have given away that I didn't think it was going to be Clark Connors. Probably should do a little better job <laughs> with my poker face on the next one. Uh, but speaking of poker face and selling, we got Thunder Rosa versus Tony Storm for the AEW Women's Championship. Uh, primary storyline I feel like going into this one is the back uh, stage heat on Thunder Rosa, Pretty if much, that makes yeah. sense. Um, yeah, obviously like the... It's gonna be on her to perform big tonight. I would say if she wants to both shut up those haters and work on establishing uh, this women's championship legacy, I don't see them taking the title off of her because they need to establish these stars in AEW on the women's side, especially. And I think if they cut the reign short right now, even though that does make a new champion, it kind of devalues uh, her reign. So I'll take Thunder Rosa. Uh, in this matchup and I'm and I'm thinking that maybe it'll be a bounce back match uh for as a professional so we'll see uh Mike Bros what do you got in this one
5: I get what you're saying about Thunder Rosa and it makes sense not to take it off of her but I'm still just gonna go with Tony storm I think Thunder maybe Thunder Rosa she just was not ready for the title I think I think it's just been a middling run it's had a couple good matches like her and Serena Deeb was good but I think she's I think like on the mic she's not ready. I don't think she's like fully TV ready, and I think that uh, Tony Storm is, and I'd, I'd much rather see Tony Storm as a champ. So I'm gonna go with Tony Storm. I'm also going with Tony Storm because I think that they're starting a,
1: a feud here, where I think Thunder Rosa leans into all that heat and everything, and we get a heel turn Thunder Rosa for the match of some sort. That that would probably be good Tony for Storm. her character. Is it and I think giving giving her some attitude, give her some something else, and then maybe she wins it back. Maybe they pass it back. They're not. They haven't been afraid to. To hot potato, a title around a little bit, and maybe that gives us something hot for the summer because I don't know where else you would go if Tony Storm won it, and it just feels like I don't know, it just feels like that's a good spot for this.
3: Uh, yeah, I agree with Maniac. I don't know. I i think it devalues her run a bit if you take it off her. But that being said, I'm going with Tony Storm. I think now is her time. Uh she'd make a great women's champion. And um Hopefully we get her and a certain ex WWE star for that title down the line. So I'm gonna go with i w- am uh, I'm gonna go with Tony Storm.
2: Sorry. Jeez, Tony Storm will be a good AEW Women's Champion at some point, but not quite, not quite yet. They don't put the belts on people that just got here. They didn't put it on uh, Ruby Soho, even though she arrived with all of the fanfare. Uh, no, you got to go with Thunder Rose. She did just have a great match with and B. She's only getting started. And I think she can be great on the mic if she's given enough time to breathe instead of, you know, having it interrupted by, you know, uh, Nyla Rose or whoever comes backstage uh, interrupting Tony Schiavone. Uh, I do like the fact that you have Tony Storm, who was a former stardom champion, and Thunder Rose herself was uh, formerly with Tokyo Jochi Pro Wrestling. Yeah. Uh, so that gives a little bit of a forbidden door aspect, even though they're both with AEW and whatnot. And some people are complaining, well, this match was kind of you know pushed onto the pay-per-view just to get a women's match. I want a women's match on a pay-per-view, regardless of uh, what the pay-per-view is meant to be. So I think Thunder Rose is going to retain.
4: I agree. Um, every title change so far in AEW has been a slow burn and not a hot shot. Um, and I, I think this Except is for the TNT title. Well, yeah, that's kind of. They kind of had no choice there, didn't they? Yeah, at the time? Yeah. But yeah, that was more of a necessity. But they don't really hot shot a lot of things that they don't have to, and they're not going to hot shot this. I think, and I think they really want to establish Thunder Rosa as a champion. So whoever beats her, it makes it even more worthwhile. Tony Storm is a very worthy AEW Women's Champion. I, I just don't think it's going to happen tonight.
0: Okay, so we have uh, we are uh, our panel split. There three three. I think that might be one of the first ones where it's uh, an even split. So, uh amongst That's us would be need. very interesting to we need see some what separation happens. yeah i agree i agree we need a little uh conflict there uh right, Get it on so we got oh i you know i was looking for this match and i almost didn't see it because the original thing i saw was so long we have ftr <laughs> versus jeff cobb and great Ocon versus rapongi vice for a winner take all ring of honor iwgp tag titles um this is a big opportunity uh, for FTR to kind of go out and prove, you know, what they've talked about for the last couple of years. Um, they really haven't had a super dominant run in AEW, would be my take. Um, so, with that said, I will tee it up here and I will lead off with FTR in this match. Uh, Ernie, who do you got taking on this three way winner take all tag team match?
4: I agree 100% with you. I'm going to go FTR. I think this is going to be their moment to shine, at least, you know, in this case.
2: I'm going to go FTR. I mean, they're going to turn them into the next belt collectors, I think. If there's anybody that you would trust uh, another promotions another promotions team with your titles, it would be FTR and AEW.
3: Yeah, there's no reason why FTR should not win this match. I think they're the best tag team in the world right now. And um, you give them all the gold, maybe set up for a potential match with the Bucks at All Out. Uh, give me FTR. Strap all the belts on them that is exactly what i was thinking as well
1: um i think ftr obvious choice here but i did want to mention we were talking about lay sex gods earlier if you guys want to go see something funny while we're here do some homework go to instagram and check out great Ocon's last last post and that that's all i'm going to say that's all i'm going to say but there's a reason there's a correlation in there so great O'Conn, very interesting interesting character him and com are going to put out the thing i've thought about maybe like if it is the only thing i'm worried about with ftr is that the AAA guys couldn't show up on the show tonight so how would they feel about ftr holding both the iwgp and AAA? oh no wait wasn't it cmll i don't know well
6: but, no the so cmll, they, yeah. CMLL yeah.
1: is, is is the company mexican company who can work with iw with with New Japan. With New Japan and the IWGP titles. That's yeah. my only slight concern. And FTR is the AAA concern. champs. And those AAA guys aren't allowed on here. So that is my only slight concern.
5: But I still think that you wouldn't put them well, in this match if they were going to lose the ROH title. Well, so. FTR is not winning. It's from Punky Vice all the way. See, that's what that's what I have full going, faith so. in Trent Beretta and Rocky Romero. <laughs> They're getting the IWGP tag titles. They're going to come back after, what, junior titles, like three times? They got the, they got the heavyweight titles. They're getting them. Um, and they deserve the R Way shuttles. They would have beat FDR if Jeff Cobb and Great didn't interfere. That's I'm true. going you Vice.
2: The only way that's going to happen is if they pin United Empire. I don't see. FDR oh yeah, I don't think FDR is taking the pin. But I don't know. I'm wow. hearing. I'm
0: hearing. I'm hearing a lot of emotional bias in that Rapungu. <laughs> well, yeah, kind yeah, of reminds. Kind of reminds me of my elite hunter Frankie Kazarian when uh, when I talk about. It. But yeah, I, I like the passion. I like the pick. I like that we're not all on the same one. Uh, so yes, Alex, Mike, you're going on reply Vice. everybody else on FTR. By the way, for more Wrestling With Emotion content, make sure you're following because we're going basically every other week now. Make sure you're following along uh, on SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple, YouTube, Twitter. Uh, everywhere we'll be rocking with these AEW, WWE, Impact Wrestling World updates. And speaking of Wrestling World updates, yeah. who could it be? <laughs> Zack Sabre Jr. versus... Claudio, Yep. but, uh, yes, yeah, so this should be very exciting. We got a hand picked opponent from Daniel Bryan, right? Is the uh, promotion for this opponent to be yes. a new member of the, Biocorp. almost guaranteed to be Claudio, unless I'm literally living in another universe. No. I, um,
1: I can't see it being anybody you want fun fact about Cesaro Claudio. His last he had, he was in William Regal's last match ever in NXT. That was his opponent. Was Cesaro. I feel like that's the like the perfect tie-in right
0: there. I didn't think I had no clue. Like, so when I'm watching that first or that episode of Talking Smack when uh Daniel Bryan was on there with Renee Young and he's like, Claudio! Like, and now I realize like someone and Vince were probably literally screaming through their brain when he did that. So now I'm just getting so excited. But with that said, um, in this match, uh, why don't I let the micah bros cue it up then? What do you got happening? Zach Saber Jr. versus the newest member of Blackpool Combat Club.
5: So I think whoever whoever it is is the newest member, I think they lose. If it's if it ends up being Claudio or, I mean, the, it's always possible Johnny Organo. He's been rumored to show he's up. He's here. He's in Chicago. He's in today. in Chicago. Yeah. He's been rumored to show up. for And a then he did a Halloween post year.
0: saying, like, I'm not going to do this. And they said, but also, if I was going to do it, there would probably be a post just like this saying. Yeah. To
5: do it. Yeah. So I think, I think whoever it is, they're going to lose Sexy Jr. because I think it just... Zack Saber Jr. is just a big enough guy in New Japan that I think he'll pick up that win. Um, I think it'll be a great match. If it's it makes a lot of sense if it's Claudio. Um, and he fits like the whole vibe of Black Bolt Combat Club. Um, but Zach Jr. wins, whoever it is.
1: No, nah, I'm picking Claudio. I'm picking Claudio and I can't wait to see Zach Saber Jr. getting swung around <laughs> like 30 times. That crowd is gonna go absolutely berserk. Yeah. That this Claudio, Claudio Casanoli, whatever his name is gonna be, in. AW yes those uppercuts everything is going to put on just banger after banger after banger of a match. like a dude that if there was somebody that needed to be unleashed from the WWE style it is Claudio yes. so i'm so excited to see what they do tonight with Zack Sabre Jr. or if that's him if it's him um
3: whoever it is i'm going g-
1: combat club though
3: yeah it's going to be claudio and the BCC is the perfect <laughs> faction to shove him into um absolute brute fits the style perfectly can't wait to see uh saver jr getting swung around like you said jake um i think claudio comes in and picks up the win in dominant fashion i think it's going to be a great match though and uh the technical style it's danielson's perfect replacement for the match so give me claudio coming
2: in and picking up the win so omega just i think today in si said basically said there's zero percent chance it's him but uh, we won't be disappointed by uh, Brian Danielson's handpicked uh, person. Uh, Gargano, of course, he said, he has, like you just said, came out and said it's not him. Who's the one guy that hasn't come out and said it's not him? So, yeah, Claudio fits with uh, Brian, someone that Brian would respect, someone that Regal would respect, and someone that Eddie Kingston hates his guts, too. So it's just the perfect you know, little fit in into the Blank Combat Club with uh, Eddie and Proud and Powerful. So there's going to be a nice little dynamic of uh, are they going to be busy fighting each other or fighting the JAS once we get to uh, Blood and Guts? And the match is going to be a banger, so it's Cesaro, and he's going to win. Claudio. I
4: I am um, picking the newest member of Blackpool Combat Club, uh, whoever that is. If it is Claudio, um, Zach Saber Jr. weighs like 140 pounds, but he can swing him, Dude, he could he so could much. swing him like 300 times if he wants, not 30. So, <laughs> I'm actually interested in seeing how long he'd swing him for if it is Claudio. But whoever whoever it is, um, a much belly uh mystery opponent, and I never use that word either, I don't know what's wrong with me today, what the fuck? um, <laughs> but whoever it is, they're gonna beat Zach Saber Jr. And I'm a huge Zach Saber Jr. fan, by the way, same. Minor
0: debate here, so You hate Zex. I do hate Zach. I don't that. That shit. <laughs> yeah.
5: No, I love Zach Sieber Jr. He always hated. Him. He thinks he's boring, but I get
0: yeah. it. He's great. I like it. A little brother, little brother battle. Um. Yeah. With that said, you know, and I'm thinking back, and because just we're talking about it, Claudio real quick before we get to the final three matches here uh, of Forbidden Door, was Cesaro's yeah. biggest moment in rest, or, or in a uh, WWE. And I'm not gonna say it's The Andre the Giant Memorial Battle because they just literally yeah, don't, don't care about that. Like a day after WrestleMania ends, was it when they had him be the like the surprise fourth entrant in the number one contender match six yeah. years ago on the Raw yeah. after WrestleMania?
4: Oh yeah, yes, I was there mm. in the crowd. That pop was shit. massive, yeah. Ernie. Yeah. Yeah. I was there. All- I was- Oh, I was I was a poppy no, AJ won that I guess you say. Yeah, AJ Styles
0: night. did win that match and had a couple classic matches with Reigns. Um, totally. Yeah,
4: uh,
5: but, who, um, but who? But my
0: goodness, that, that, that had to be his number one moment in WWE, right?
5: Who did Cezar beat at Mania last Rollins. year? Rollins, Rollins,
0: right? That yeah, they, was a singles match up. at but Mania. But the thing
1: about but wasn't that that was WrestleMania <laughs> Thunderdome, wasn't it? No, I think no, that no, was that that that, 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 that no, it was it was a half, It was
0: 2021, yeah.
4: Yeah, that was WrestleMania Reign the Okay, so I forgot yeah. a little bit about so that. So I got no I got to go with
5: that because that was that was when they put him on a little bit of a singles run. Actually, didn't he get a match against Roman too for the title after that? Either after Ooh. or before that. Did, yeah. So I think that's yeah. got to be it. A oh win gosh. over Seth at Mania, and then he got a title match. I think last year actually was to give him a little push. That was his high. So I don't understand how he like it had to have been of his own accord as much as anything. But I
1: couldn't you just see Cesaro on being Sami Zayn right now or doing something like that, yeah.
5: like just. And he'd be a more credible threat than Sami Zayn. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so,
1: <laughs> they really—they
0: never really trusted Cesaro on the mic. No, like no, uh,
5: crazy to that's say, with, right? That's with like, all it, Europeans, yeah, yeah. yeah All those European guys, you don't. I don't
0: know. Like, I think I when like Nakamura bar. or like Asuka like cut their like, and, and I say it because they're just not fully fluent in English. Like, they're kind of jumbled promos. Actually, like funny and like more significant to me, like because the things they're saying.
1: Asuka has main evented, like, the last six of the seven Raws that have gone on, like, with her match with Becky and everybody else. Like, Asuka has – I think it was the last six of seven Raws. Asuka has been in the main event. That, that's a crazy push after coming back from injury.
0: It is yeah. absolutely – well, hey, good to see they know what they have. Yeah. Uh, speaking <laughs> of knowing what you have, um, we have three bangers left for matches. These will probably be the yeah. uh, trail three, uh, unless we get, like, some Le Sex gods or some other uh, dudes with attitudes, <laughs> craziness. <laughs> But let's go into it first for the IWGP United States title. Um, some real life. I mean, you know, it feels like it's outside of the promotion. Some beef, uh, with these two, we have will Osprey versus orange Cassidy. We got new theme music for orange Cassidy. If you didn't hear that, um, go check it out, obviously for sure or don't and just be excited when it comes out. Uh, but we got Osprey versus Cassidy. Um, Ernie, who do you got, uh, in this
4: matchup for the IWGP us title?
6: G. Will Ospreay.
4: A million percent. I, um, there are so many great <laughs> professional wrestlers in AEW and why they're using Orange Cassidy in this match is beyond me. Orange Cassidy is okay. I mean, he's, I, he's okay, but they have so many great professionals. I understand some of them are injured. So I, I get the card change, but they have a ton of great professional wrestlers to match Will Ospreay with. And if I was Will Ospreay, I, I too would be upset to have to waste my time with Orange Cassidy. He's, He's an okay gimmick, and he can wrestle, but it's like, this to me makes absolutely no sense. And um, I know I'm in the minority here, and that's fine. You guys are all going to slander me after this, and I'm okay with that. (laughs) But I am 0% interested in this match. Um, Mo Ospreay is going to win, and I think it sucks that they're wasting one of the greatest professional wrestlers in the world, if not the greatest professional wrestler in the world, on just an okay gimmick.
2: Well, remember, it's not just injuries, it's politics, because uh, CMLL is keeping Andrade and a couple of other guys out of the fold. Andrade was supposed to be the guy facing Will Ospreay. Uh, Injuries notwithstanding to the other top guys that we've mentioned before. Uh, Orange Cassidy, people should not sleep on Orange Cassidy. Orange Cassidy will surprise you. Just because he puts his hands in his pockets and does backflips and kicks that way to start off the match doesn't mean he doesn't get into it later on. He can get intense, not just with his wrestling, but you can see it on his face. Once you hit him a few times, he'll he'll start getting angry and his character will start to hit back. Of course, Will Ospreay's going to retain the title, but uh, Orange is going to surprise a lot of people that don't quite respect uh, his wrestling abilities. No names mentioned here.
3: Yeah, Will is going to win this match. Um, I've been so impressed with his matches in AEW thus far. I think I can't wait to see... How he sells some of these Orange Cassidy moves. In my opinion, he's one of the best sellers of moves there is in wrestling. For some reason, that makes me want to see Danhausen come out and curse Osprey just to see the reaction and what would happen. But uh I, I really don't know what to expect, but I, I'm looking forward to this match a lot. I think it's gonna be a banger, but I ultimately I got Osprey retaining and winning in spectacular fashion actually i agree ernie i think he's one of the best wrestlers in the world
2: well it's like you mentioned uh selling uh orange cassidy's moves how how well do you think he's going to sell the uh, kicks of doom there
3: <laughs> yeah true yeah I, I mean he sells everything great i can't wait to see this
1: it's right. great um it's I, it's will osprey for me too this whole i think there's couple of interesting things around osprey right now is that kenny interview that we were referencing earlier mm. where he kind of came after osprey saying that he like has like empty five star matches basically like <laughs> doesn't and i, I mean I he, think,
2: he tried he, to he, 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 he did he
1: did go back on it a little yeah. bit and everything whatever, he was trying to I bounce I, to
2: the criticism and the praise kenny
1: is one of the most Cerebral people in the wrestling business. I've ever started like in history. I think he's doing that on purpose to, to needle Osprey a little bit and I'm in, in anticipating Osprey coming in here and looking at this card and wanting to be the guy that has the match that everybody walks away with. I think him and orange can figure out a dynamic that it will be tough to beat, but will Osprey wins. Because of that, and also Juice Robinson is actually the IWGP US champion. He actually right. has the belt. We might not see it even tonight because he's holding it hostage in a, ho- a hospital room allegedly somewhere and saying that <laughs> Will is a illegitimate champion. So that's a whole storyline. Maybe maybe that is a surprise in this match as well, is a surprise Juice Robinson appears. I don't that's know if he's okay yet or not. But juice. He had an appendicitis Orange.
6: It was oh, there wow. all
0: along. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Yeah. Barber shop in Skokie, Illinois. Yeah.
5: Oh. Um, Sheesh. Yeah, it's that's the biggest like thing in this match too. Is that the whole? There's a ongoing storyline with Juice and and Osprey that needs to take place. If Juice is healthy enough and shows up, could see it. Yeah, I don't know. Orange Juice. Just oh my stopping gosh. him. I I don't know. I'm going Osprey. I think he's just the he's the bigger talent. I think the match is gonna be awesome though. I think the first time I ever saw Orange Cassidy, he did a. Backflip off a ladder with his hands in his pockets, and I was like, "Who the fuck is this?" Guy? And I was like, "I'm like, this is like, I gotta pay attention to this." It was on some like GCW
0: show, but I was like, "Gotta pay attention to this guy."
3: That's nuts.
0: Osprey versus everyone's on Osprey.
3: Yeah.
0: Yeah. All right, I'm taking orange then. I'll be taking Cassie. I mean, it feels like a toss to me. I get it, and I like it, but I like the opportunity to get a point more than anything. And speaking of liking something more than anything. That scumbag Jay
6: White.
0: He's got the IWGP World Heavyweight Title. He's spitting fire on social media. We got him versus Hangman Page versus Okada versus Cole. I mean, with all due respect to Mox and Tanahashi, this is like the main main, right?
1: Dude, the, when this when that I was talking about it, just the entrances alone. For this match, that crowd is going to be so crazy afterwards. Like, all these hit, like, in a different way. Like, that, mm-hmm. it's just going to be a nutty atmosphere. Like, they, I'm sure they're going to be all be standing there. They'll do it. Wait a second. Let the crowd build up at the beginning everything. Like, I feel like that match more than any tonight. Or this one, I should say, is like that. Uh, you go ahead.
5: Yeah. It's a, uh, I don't know. Like, we said it before. Like, I actually like, dream match. This is, this is like a game, like, in a video game. Like, you put this match <laughs> yeah. together.
0: You want to see these four guys in a ring together. It's going to be incredible. Um, did you do your Yeah, like two years ago, right? Like saying putting these names together yeah, would have been absolute internet oh lunacy with like no yeah. justification whatsoever. And here it is. We're uh, just about seven hours from it happening. Uh, so let's bring in. I, I know the Micah brothers are salivating to get on this one. So I'm going to, I'm going to make them wait. Let's start out with Ernie. We got, who do we got in this four way for the IWGP world heavyweight title?
4: Um, I'll just tell a really quick story. I remember. Yes, meeting one of the what's it called frightful or whatever guys on the, on the train back from wrestlemania and i said and i said with with no uh i said in three years i said this in 2019 i think in three years jay white might be one of the top five wrestlers in the world and i was right i'm never right you guys know that so i just wanted to brag humble brag for one second um i i'm interested in seeing how this match is going to play out because this isn't not that a lot of people have the experience in this but there's not a lot of nobody really here has experience in fatal 4 ways. it's not really much of a thing in That's new true. japan pro it's not a, really a thing in new japan pro wrestling so i'm gonna i'm interested in, not not really AEW either so it's mostly a wwe gimmick thing which they screw up every time but i digress um i'm really interested in seeing how they construct this match in general because there's, i mean there's four uh, there's four just amazing professional wrestlers in this match and I can't, you know, see Okada in America on a major pay per view is awesome for me. I'm a huge Okada fan, mm. and I. Uh, but at the end of the day, I don't think they're going to let anybody other than Jay White um, retain here.
2: I mean, unless uh, New Japan has a history or an occasional history of hot shotting titles one way and then back on another. Okay, then White just won the title, so you got you got to go with Jay White. I'm not sure who he might pin. I mean, there is some tension with him and Adam Cole. I would think if there once the Bullet Club or not Bullet Club, the Elite versus the uh, Adam Cole, you know, Bobby Fish, Kyle O'Reilly faction, once that starts to happen, once Kenny gets back, uh, I would think that Jay White and Adam Cole would be on the same page. I don't know that White would necessarily pin Cole for it, but uh, you ha- I don't know if they would pin Okada or Page either. So, uh, regardless of who he's going to pin, I think Jay White's going to retain.
3: I also think Jay White's going to retain. I, The only other viable person I could see here winning the title is Okada getting it back. But I think, like you said, Partham, not much hot shotting back and forth. I think Jay White retains. Probably most likely candidate to pin here is Adam Cole. I think just because we've seen a little tension there. I don't see Hangman catching another pin and Okada's just too good. I think his spot in this is amazing. He's gonna get a huge pop in the United Center, just like he did um, on Wednesday. That was so cool. Um, it's great It's great to see all these guys in the same ring in general, but I think Jay White retains. I'm, man,
1: This it, 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 I, I think it's Jay White just because they've built so long for that win back over Okada and to have him you know, as a champion and everything so i do think he retains but man we're looking at all these cards there's a lot of retains there's a lot of stuff like Mm. like we've talked about this i'm sure you're going to get into it it's an interesting spot that they could do something fancy whatever get out of it i do think the money match out of this is and why jay white really is going to retain is eventual hangman okada singles match that hangman asked for even before he said that he wanted the title he said i want okada and so maybe we can get a build out of it towards that um they did do uh when Osprey won the U.S. title it was a four-way a couple weeks or a couple months ago and that's kind of how they spun out Moxley and Tanahashi not that Moxley and Tanahashi was supposed to be the match but spun out their feud longer as they were basically like beefing with each other the whole match and didn't pay attention to Osprey or Juice in that match or anything so I'm kind of expecting like a similar thing where it may be that Hangman and Okada will start going after each other a little bit. And then, I mean, Adam Cole's feelings were hurt, man. He's not going to be happy with Jake White in this match. I, I don't think so. So uh,
5: so I'm I'm going Hangman is going to win. And this is going to tie into the next the next match for what's going on. Uh, I think they're going to swap the titles for the summer. I think it's at all come, come back at all out. Because the G1's coming up for the summer. You don't need the world title for the G1 at all. They don't defend any titles during that two months of the summer for New Japan. So why not have your IWGP title here? It's going to get a lot of exposure on AEW television every single week. I think it'll be good for them. And then if Punk's ready for All Out, you have Tanahashi versus Punk, which they wanted to do anyways for the real, for the real world title at All Out. I think that's what we're going to get to over the course of the summer. And I think it's going to work out that way. Um, with hot-shutting titles, never the world title really. That's true. So that's something to look at. Like they never open weight, yeah. US a little bit. Um, i don't even i don't remember the last time they ever put
1: the champion after their first defense though in a multi like like you ernie said earlier how you don't see these multi-man matches yeah. and title matches in new japan no, ever.
5: i yeah i remember ever. one time it was a tri- it was a triple threat and it was not good it was like taiichi and two people um it's i think this match is built though that jay white wouldn't have to take the pin and he's not going to look out bad coming from it so i'm going to mm. go with hangman um he's going to pick up the win and the same thing, like even if Okada like takes the pin, and that could set up Hangman Okada, Okada doesn't look bad taking a pin ever. He's he is the number is one wrestler line, in the man. world. It's him and Kenny Omega are like tied for one. So I yeah, I don't think if he takes a pin, it looks bad. But I'm going go with Hangman for the title. You
2: know so, what? As far, oh, as far as the, as far as the finish goes, I could see uh, Paige hitting Cole with the buckshot lariat, but then Jay White tosses him out of the ring and picks uh, takes the pin. <clears throat> so Cole loses <clears> to <throat> a move that he's already lost to in the past but uh, Jay white retains and yeah. you, you know, not too much. Hey, Adam, you can't get too mad at me. I just took the pin. I didn't, I didn't hit you with the, uh, what is it? Uh, the blade runner or anything. Blade runner, blade yeah. Runner, yeah. Sister Abigail. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes.
0: Yes. Um, yeah, I got, uh, <laughs> well, first off, by the way, the one, I did minimal research for this cause I just wanted to look into it. The IWGP world heavyweight title. I was looking to like, cause I always hear about it with like Lesnar or whatever. But yeah. he had won the IWGP Heavyweight Championship. He had never yes. won this because this title only came two years ago when they combined. Yeah, this that is new. They with combined the Intercontinental that, yeah. Championship. Trivia on Wrestling with Emotion Show right now. Eleven years ago, who was the first IWGP Champion?
5: I would guess Inoki. Kurt Angle. Oh,
1: 11, Eleven years ago, he said the only. Oh, here's the. Here's oh, the. Here's the
0: hint. A hint it was it was one in philadelphia pennsylvania
1: wow 11 years ago so that's like 11 years. oh
5: 2011 is it
0: may fifteenth, 2011.
5: For, for which title is this which one this
0: is this is for the iwgb intercontinental oh thing. mvp oh, oh. montel but wow! Yeah, right. yeah. What, a, what, a, what a big sight there once he got it by uh so it just yeah. strikes me how much cooler that is than something like WWE just being like we have the universal championship now yeah. like this actually is like cool has history yada yada of whatsoever I'm gonna go with Jay White to retain um because it just does make more sense to me and, and these promotions seem to do it makes sense thanks like the banger of a match maybe you get uh Adam Cole hitting uh Page with the, you know, the boom or whatever, and Jay White sneaks the pin, something like that uh, to get it done. Yeah, um, I, and-
4: I agree with Partham, except I think it's going to be a Rainmaker is going to be the finish with the push out instead of uh, mm. the, uh, the Adam page move. That, that's all. But it's going to be, it's going to be a finish similar to that, in my opinion. All right.
0: All we're right. all feeling confident. We're predicting finishes or not just the results. Let's go. <laughs> Speaking of results, we are at our main event it's time. time. We have got John Moxley, Wild Tank, versus Hiroshi Tanahashi. Well, speaking of Hiroshi Tanahashi, in my research for this, when I was looking through the IWGP Heavyweight Championship reigns, I mean, my goodness, his name is just. Uh...
1: He's John Cena. Basically. Yes, he
0: is the Cena, Cena of New Japan Pro Wrestling, basically. It was my Tanahashi lesson in all of this. So we have Moxley versus Tanahashi. So I'm going to ask you this Does anyone want to start this off with their prediction?
4: I'll go. Um, by the way, I think Tanahashi holds the record for most reigns, doesn't he? I There was, there was a though, point yeah. where it
0: was just like every other name was Tanahashi.
5: The <laughs> it was <laughs> with yeah. him and Okada refuting yeah, back and forth for a while. For the original Dude, belt, so- uh,
2: the heavyweight championship, Tanahashi has eight reigns. I think the next guys are Okada and uh, uh, Power Warrior with, no, Fu- Fujinami Nami with yeah. six or five. Yeah.
4: Yeah. So Tanahashi's ahead of
2: all of them with eight.
4: Another um, trivia I, I, question, and I'm, and I'm going with Moxley. Who was the first IWGP heavyweight champion back in the 80s? I think the 80s
5: see, that's what I said. No, that was what I was thinking was Anoki, but I don't know if it'll. There is Hulk Hogan. Is it, is early it, wasn't, down, it wasn't It was Hogan, Hogan. wasn't
1: the first I one, no. I don't think.
0: Well, I looked up Hogan had some belt in the IWGP in the 80s. He had the heavyweight. Like, yeah, right, but it literally was done in the 80s. It never like yeah. left. Yeah,
4: it was, it wasn't it was, no, no, it was Noki. It was Noki. Yeah. I'm thinking maybe I'm thinking of all Japan, but Hogan was the first title holder in one of those. Uh, oh, things. anyway, because I, I looked it up, I was searching IWGP reigns, and there was
0: one oh, where Hogan Hall had Japan. it first. I forget what it was, but it never like ran out of there. Um. He anyway, yeah. i will I'll stop talking. I'm going with Moxley. <laughs> By the way, speaking of Tanahashi being Cena, I'm looking at these Okada Tanahashis in the 2010s. They were basically Orton Cena of that era yeah. for New Japan. Yeah, yeah. This
5: is amazing. I, I think that between the G1 and their title matches, they've had like 16 singles matches against each other. <laughs> for like wow. most of them for a title, Forbid, yeah, or
2: yeah.
1: for
5: a G1 semifinal. Yeah. Or something.
2: <laughs> you know, here we are, like, complaining about Reigns versus uh, Lesnar Nine or whatever it is up to now, but yeah, at you know. least. Tanahashi and Okada can probably have better matches, right?
3: Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. yeah. So can Cena anyway, and Orton, though. Like, yeah. True. I mean, Cena and Orton could uh, elevate their game even when people – I remember, the, what was it, the 2014 Royal Rumble where people were just tackling the hell out of them, and then they started doing crazy stuff like doing each other's finishers on each other, and they got the crowd back into it at least by the end. Uh, as far as man,
1: rko and that was like the worst rko i've ever <laughs> seen <in my> life.
2: <laughs> and of course orton and everybody else does the SDFU better than cena does but uh yes. i i do like the idea of them swapping titles and the intrigue that that would bring and the fact that we would eventually get punk versus tanahashi the way we're supposed to and do that all out also in chicago we're, we're getting chicago overlord overload i guess but i'm gonna go with the safe picks i'm going jay white and i'm going moxley here
3: Yeah, I I don't see a scenario that Moxley loses this match. I think the unification between Moxley and CM Punk would be an absolute wild match. And although I do like to think, I, I do agree part of them, I think a title switch of promotions would be absolutely awesome. And Tanahashi holding that title so Moxley could go into blood and guts with that uh, BCC versus JAS match. But Moxley's going to take it. I don't see a situation where he loses. Um, Like we've been saying, Tanahashi, a a championship holder in New Japan basically all the time. I don't see him holding the AEW interim world title. I don't know. I don't think he needs to. I think he'll be back in AEW. I do think we get that CM Punk-Tanahashi match. But I think ultimately for the unification, it'll be Moxley CM Punk, which I mean, you can't go wrong with that match.
1: So there was a, this is, Moxley's been selling this like story so great and someone, I can't remember what podcast, I was like someone talking about it, that he's basically like the Clint Eastwood of wrestling where he just sits there and gives you a promo. Where he just stares into the camera and just like, makes you like, just want to go like fight with him in this, whatever he's about to do. And so the Tanahashi thing, he's been chasing them for three years. They've never been able to fight, whatever. And I guys, I sent you guys in our group chat the other day with Tanahashi, which I'm sure we'll see in the little cut up before the match, where it said, I haven't been ducking him for three years. It took this long for Mox to get up to my level. So Mox has really been selling this. as like, this is the biggest match of his life, everything like that. So I feel like we just get the crowning moment. It's been a crazy, you know, eight months for John Moxley, just in his life and everything else. And that crowd is going to be, I think when Wild Thing hits tonight, that crowd is going to be, as loud as it will be and if you want to talk about ratings whatever else blah 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 having blood and guts their biggest match basically they do every year and having the new AEW champion they can start selling it like that new AEW champion john moxley in blood and guts on wednesday just has a nice ring to it so you also
3: really talk go. about a pot with moxley with wild thing imagine moxley celebrating with this belt and then you get call to personality just rocks the joint and you get a face-off for the ages in that ring oh at God. such a historic event. I think that's I think the that's way a to lock. end the show. <laughs> that's the yeah. lock of the night. <laughs> that's the way to end the show. Go ahead. I'm I'm
5: going Tanahashi. It's it's my it's my it's <laughs> the, the other side of the Fatal Four Way. I think there's gonna swap titles for the summer. I think it I think it works out well. They don't need the IWGP Heavyweight title during summer because it's a G1. No titles get defended. And you get that big payoff of Punk and Tanahashi that they wanted to do here at All Out. If, Punk, if Punk's back, hopefully he's back for that. And you get that match. And I wish it wasn't in Chicago. It's cool that they keep on running back all out in Chicago, but do somewhere else. Every pay per view seems like it's here. I wanted to go somewhere else at some point. But I'm going with Tanahashi. Um, I think that, I, I mean, I think also that makes that title its interim, but it elevates it so much. We were just talking about he's an eight time world champion in, in New Japan and how much elevation does that interim title take because he wanted it and he won't, so.
3: That also yeah, opens it, the door for a lot more crossover between New Japan and AEW, just doesn't mm. have to be pay-per-views as well, mm-hmm.
2: so. And uh, Tanahashi is not, you know, because he's another company, he hasn't been chasing the AEW world title, so winning the interim title doesn't really take any shine off of him in particular. Mm-hmm. It's not like, you know, it's a consolation prize for him until winning the real belt. Uh, and if they want to do long-term booking, they can do Punk Moxley once Punk gets back and use by some with Tanahashi. Mm-hmm. If they go that yeah. route, they can't. It's hard to do it the other way, where if Moxley wins and they do the Punk match and then they bring in Tanahashi. I, maybe they want to do the, uh, have all the regs in one basket, but I'm still gonna just uh, pick safe with Moxley.
0: My logic and my brain are gonna pick Moxley, so I'm gonna pick Moxley. But my heart wants. Alex Micah's picks. I mean, he's got rapongi Vice winning the titles. He's got Hangman winning winning uh, the IWGP, and he's got Tanahashi winning the. I mean, that would be just absolute chaos. Um, if
5: they really wanted to
1: good, go for it, if they yeah, really like, wanted to yeah, show the, to be this like, is the opportunity
0: yeah. to go for it right, right now. Like, and, and plus. You know, with Punk Hurt, you can kind of take a little pressure off the the AEW roster for those top contenders as they battle that. Also, you know, Punk telling, like, Moxley, like, he lost the title to another promotion or something, obviously would be a a great way to start that beat. So, very interesting there. Wouldn't the
2: irony be in Hangman saying he's trying to prevent, uh, he's trying to uh, defend the title from, not? uh, how do you put it, when he was uh, face-to-face with Punk? He wouldn't
5: save the title from Punk because he was going to,
3: ruin it or whatever oh yeah or whatever we thought whatever
2: his impression (laughs) of punk was now punk's gonna be had to be the savior in that scenario to bring the title back to aew wrestling is poetry folks
0: make sure you're following along twitter youtube twitch facebook soundcloud spotify apple any final thoughts gents before we sign off here for forbidden door tonight was it 8 p.m
5: yeah, uh, it's 7 for us. But, 7 p.m., live on It's, we, we were at All In, we were at the first All Out. I, this, I honestly, this feels bigger than both of those. It's it's crazy that we get to see this, that we get to see it happen at all. So I'm, I'm extremely excited. That's I how believe I'm, it. That's, that's the thing about this show
1: in general, Is like I never would have, I was never going to be mad at however it turned out because when AEW, when they had, when the press conference happened three years ago, and they're doing the whatever little thing, and Jericho comes out and everything. I think all immediately we're like, all right, but what if they get the New Japan guys in here yeah. too? Like I always thought it was going to be a vehicle for something like this, and yeah, it just yeah. feels like the start of it too. That's the most yeah. exciting part.
5: Yeah, it feels like the end of like a like a three year build, but then the start of hopefully the next like twenty years at the same time.
3: It's History. the first
0: day of the rest of our wrestling lives. Well, yeah <laughs> <it's> <laughs> Because here folks, it's not wrestling with your thoughts. It's not wrestling with your conscience. It's not wrestling with your budgets. It's wrestling with
6: emotions.